I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It's good to be with you. I missed you over the holiday break. It is very nice to be talking to you again. My name is Nate Abaurea, your host of this fine, fine program. Tweet me at NateWST. Tweet all of us at World Soccer Talk. You can subscribe to World Soccer Talk Radio. Get every daily episode on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the website, worldsoccertalk.com. Leave us a review on iTunes when you get a chance. How was your Thanksgiving? I hope you stayed safe. The following day is that rabid animal display, that that human anthropology expose that I like to call Black Friday went down. Hope you stayed away from all of that madness. Hope you enjoyed the Thanksgiving with the family because that is what it's all about. Had a great time with some very close friends in Northern California and... We didn't do the traditional turkey and mashed potatoes and ham and all that stuff. No, we went for an Irish giving. That's right. Irish giving. We did corned beef and hash. We did shepherd's pie. We did bangers and a couple of other different types of sausages. Then we did a Guinness Bushmills cake, which, of course, had to be eaten with a glass of Bushmills and a bottle of Guinness. It was quite a good time. Cheers to you, Butte County, Chico, and Orville, California. Thank you so much to the Chu family and the rest of the folks down there in Butte for a wonderful, wonderful Irish giving, and thanks for keeping us away from that Black Friday madness. So then Friday night, had a wonderful time. Had a wonderful, wonderful time Friday night, and Saturday night, I said, you know what? I'm going to bask in the glory of Friday night. I'm staying in tonight. I've got some stouts. I've got some cookies. I've got a cozy chair. And I've got my friends, Rebecca, Robbie, and Robbie. I had a nice little time, me, myself, and I, Rebecca, Robbie, and Robbie, watching NBC's Match of the Day. And there was one match in the Premier League that truly got my blood flowing, that got my heart pumping in all the best of ways. Bournemouth 3, Everton 3, one of the most beautiful matches over the last couple of seasons in the Premier League. Everton fans, I don't even know what to say to you. I can't believe that we had Matt Jones on the on the show back on Wednesday, the last time that we were with you here on Sports Byline. Matty, I love you. That was gut-wrenching. I was there with you 
all the way. Come on, you toffees. I think they can rebound. But my goodness, that was quite the Saturday on the South Coast for Everton. Special treat for you today, Christian Miles, a man you know from Fox Sports, the Pac-12 Networks, and the original Fox Sports World. Christian Miles is going to be with us on the other side of the break. We're back to business right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at iqlaservision.com. That's iqlaservision.com. IQ Laser Vision. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Business Loans Now is most known for 60-minute approvals and same-day funding for businesses across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for Business Loans Now, where your business cash flow is way more important than personal credit. Funding can be used for cash flow, equipment, payroll, and startups. Business Loans Now can also help with additional funding if your business has recently been underfunded by another lender. To find out how much your business could qualify for, I encourage you to visit businessloansnow.com. Geico applauds your inner journey seeker. Geico gives a hearty pat on the back to the part of you that just wants to get out and ride your motorcycle, to take to the open road, and let the wind and bugs fly your way. In fact, bring on the bugs. They can't stop your quest for highway enlightenment. Geico insures not only your car, but also that fine-looking bike of yours with a custom-tailored policy and the best rates for you. So next time you suit up for adventure, make sure to take Geico along for the ride. Geico Motorcycle. See how much you could save. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Pretty good. Pretty damn good, that's yeah! Welcome back to the show. It's your favorite show. It's World Soccer Talk Radio. 
Radio right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thank you for tuning in to us live every day from 1 to 2 p.m. West Coast time on all of our fantastic Sports Byline radio affiliates and subscribing in podcast form. iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and of course the website that started it all, WorldSoccerTalk.com. My name is Nate Abaurea, and we are joined in this edition of the show by a very special guest. Been wanting to get this man on the show for some time. Christian Miles, you know his work from Fox Sports and the Pac-12 Networks. And a little bit later in the program, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane and talk about that thing known as Fox Sports World, a very, very important channel to true soccer fans in America. Christian, thank you so much for coming on, man. Hey, Nate. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So how are the, uh, the holidays for, for you and the family before we go any further and jump into all this soccer stuff? Oh, everything is great. I'm just trying to wrap my, my head around gig and pressing and MLS Cup playoffs all wrapped in one delicious deep-fried turkey stuffing soccer mess. It's, it's been a lot of fun. So take us through your your footballing weekend. There was quite a lot to indulge in, quite a lot to digest. I I suppose these Thanksgiving food puns are just going to continue all throughout the show here. But take us through your footballing weekend, wherever your mind was across the soccer world. Oh, it's going to flow like gravy. Uh, I woke up uh, (laughs) on Thursday, had a chance to watch some Premier League Kind of caught up on the Premier League download interview with Sir Alex Ferguson from a week ago, which is absolutely brilliant on NBC Sports. Um, caught a little B in Sport La Liga on Sunday, of course. I couldn't quite make the 3.30 a.m. kick time for Tottenham-Chelsea. So after feeding my daughter and getting everything squared away and asking for permission from my better half, watched uh, the underwhelming derby between Spurs and Chelsea yesterday and kind of spent the rest of my day uh, waiting for the big MLS Cup Western Conference final between Portland and Dallas. And then what a finish that was. Oh, my goodness. That was, the, that was the biggest feast of the weekend, including Thursday. Well, let's talk a little bit uh, about Portland, Dallas, and the Timbers now heading to Columbus for MLS Cup final in, uh, in six days' time. Uh, from from where we are right now, take us through uh, your your vantage point of Portland getting it done and making it uh, all the way to the final for the first time in MLS club history for the Portland Timbers. Well, I, as a as a native of the Rose City, I'm beaming with pride and, and have a little bit of a of a I saw, saw I see a little bit of a bias right now, but yeah, it it deserved it. I think the best team went through. I think Portland just overpowered. FC Dallas in the end with their, their muscular defending, their determination, and uh, I, I lack, for a lack of a better term, the porter pressing that really just got to FC Dallas, who <laughs> had no way to cope with, with Portland's power up front and, and that formidable back line. Oh, the, the, the combination of the bearded Matt Borchers alongside Liam Ridgewell and Paparazzo are absolutely magnificent. So, uh, all, all plaudits deserved here for the Portland Timbers, who are the better team over the 180 minutes. If Borcher's beard was a soccer player itself, what soccer player would it be? Yeah, it, it would be really hard. I, I'm thinking to the old Colombian goalkeeper who used to do the spider kick. Oh, uh, Iguita. Back in the day. El Loco. Iguita. Yes, I, I'd have to do that. It's, but it, it's hypnotic in its presence. It, I think a, a more apt parallel is, is likening it to, to Donald Trump and every time you see him spouting off 
whatever it is he may be spouting off about. He's are glued to that hair, and it's a movable force, even in the gusty winds. I feel like I can't stop watching Matt Borcher's beard. It's, it's almost a tractor beam of Star Wars proportions on it. Christian, I have to go back to what you called the the Porter Press, and I want to elaborate on this a little bit because something that I couldn't help but laugh about last night, and we'll get into the uh, the Columbus-New York Red Bulls match as well, it's this idea that playing the second leg at home is this big advantage. The, the, the higher seed has the second leg at home. They've got the return leg back in front of their fans in their house. Well, whether it's the Porter Press or whether it's, I don't know, what we, we can throw out some, some names for the Columbus attack of scoring goals in nine seconds into a semifinal first leg. But these teams in Columbus and Portland, who are now in the final, they came out like gangbusters. They came out pressing from minute one like crazy on their home turf and took leads into the second leg. And I remember sitting back last night laughing after after the conclusion of the Columbus-New York game and thinking about what I saw with Portland-Dallas going, it doesn't seem like it's really too much of an advantage to play the second leg at home in these MLS Cup playoffs. I'd rather play the first leg at home and jump out to a two-goal lead the way these teams did. I mean, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, especially with the Portland Timbers, who have been a better away team, arguably, in the last couple of months. If you go back to the regular season, and it's a team that only won eight of their 17 games in front of what was once the fortress of Providence Park. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to see that there's a distinct advantage, and that's you know, probably more down to the, the, the format setup of, of Major League Soccer, but um, you know, it was still a lot to do for Portland in that game because we know about how rampant FC Dallas are at home and how they scored a two-goal clip and how, how much pace they had on the break with Castillo and the likes of, of Diaz pulling the strings. It's really hard, though, to, to put this down to a distinct home advantage. I think in the case uh, of the MLS Cup playoffs, it's just down to who's the better team over the 180 minutes. Well, absolutely, and uh, I got to go to the game of inches uh, logic here. And when when you look at what happened to Columbus, uh, or look what happened to New York in that match yesterday, coming literally inches away with, with one of the final touches of the ball from sending that match into extra time. When you go back a few weeks to that one-game knockout between Portland and KC and the fact that Portland were literally inches from being done, having their season ended. Both of these teams now in in Columbus and Portland, Portland even more so because if that penalty kick goes in uh, against KC, they're done. Maybe Columbus still wins it in extra time. But still, this game of inches. Talk about the the fine lines and how these teams are feeling right now going, my God, I mean – could, could we be any looser? Do we have anything to lose? Look at how we've gotten here. Yeah, I think that's football as a whole right now, especially in Major League Soccer, when you talk about form teams in the last month that go on to win. But, you know, a perfect example of, of the game of inches cliche or almost paradigm, I guess, if it exists in, in, in an MLS playoff is, is Matt Borchers and that, and that block he had along with the close call for Columbus in the game against New York. Uh, you know, over the space of eight months, it's a shame that, you know, FC Dallas and, and, you know, the New York Red Bulls will get a trophy, but it's a trophy that really is not the one they wanted. And, and they were the better team over the span of eight months. But that's football. Football is a game of inches. It's, 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 it's each and every blade of grass. Uh, it's, it's a game of inches. I mean, it, down to goal line technology. And it, each each blade of grass counts. And I think that, that was personified in, in the efforts of these 
Port Columbus Crew and Portland Timber teams. They're very much teams of, of the modern model of football. You see high pressing, like to play a, a short passing game at high tempo, can score a lot of goals as of late, even though that wasn't Portland's moniker or trademark per se in the regular season. But certainly it was the case with the Columbus Crew, I think had like 58 to somewhere 60 goals. So, yeah, I expect a lot of goals coming up in this final. We shall see, but I think it's, it's going to come down to the back line and who gets it done back there. Well, it's the first MLS Cup final for the Portland Timbers and the Columbus Crew hoping to win it for the first time since 2008. I actually have to throw out this little factoid as a, a born-and-bred uh, San Jose Earthquakes and San Jose Clash uh, supporter. The last time that MLS Cup was held at Crew Stadiums back when it was a neutral site. It was 2001, San Jose 2, LA Galaxy 1, Landon Donovan on the score sheet for the Quakes that day at Crew Stadium, and Dwayne DiRosario with one of the greatest golden goals uh, of all time, the great winner in that match. So I love MLS Cup going to Crew Stadium, not just for, for that little factoid, but for so many reasons. And I love this matchup, Christian. I love from the, the supporters' view, from the cultural significance within American soccer, what the Pacific Northwest means to American soccer. My God, we can only begin to describe what Crew Stadium means to American soccer with its connections to Dos Acero and the U.S. men's national team. This is culturally a badass matchup that I'm quite excited for. I mean, apart from the, the football on the pitch, I'm excited for the supporters. I'm excited for the ground. I'm excited for, for frigid, cold Columbus on a, on a Sunday afternoon coming up in six days. Talk about the cultural components of this matchup and, and what it means to you as a, as a Pacific Northwest native. I think it's fantastic. It is truly a, a, an ode to the supporters and the ardent support that not just Portland gets and what we know all about, but also, you know, the Nordecker and, and people that come out and brave the, the, you know, frigid conditions in Columbus, Ohio. But this is, it, ironically, it flies in the face of, of conventional MLS wisdom. There are a few superstars here and there of the Diego Valeri types, and, but there's not the headline superstars like the Clint Dempsey, like the Oba Martin, like the, you know, the Robbie King. It's a team. It's an ethos of team that comes first here in this MLS Cup playoffs with both of these two clubs in Columbus, and they play it the way it, the game should be played. They play it in a style that's indicative of the modern model, as I mentioned, but you really can't be happy enough for, for Columbus to be hosting this. They, they certainly deserve it throughout their, their wonderful run in regular season. As a Portlander, of course, I'm biased, and I would love to see it being held inside the Road City up there right off of Morrison Street. And you know that the support would be absolutely volcanic in downtown Portland if they were hosting this. But I'm expecting a great showing from the Timbers Army, as, as we saw last night in Dallas. We'll see the same, if not even better, uh, in Columbus coming up this weekend. His name is Christian Miles. My name is Nate Abarea. We're back with you after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Talking a little future of Los Angeles Major League Soccer. Stay tuned. Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app 
the games and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Geico applauds your inner journey seeker. Geico gives a hearty pat on the back to the part of you that just wants to get out and ride your motorcycle, to take to the open road, and let the wind and bugs fly your way. In fact, bring on the bugs. They can't stop your quest for highway enlightenment. Geico insures not only your car, but also that fine-looking bike of yours. With a custom-tailored policy and the best rates for you. So next time you suit up for adventure, make sure to take Geico along for the ride. Geico Motorcycle. See how much you could save. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S., Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ Business Loans Now is most known for 60-minute approvals and same-day funding for businesses across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for Business Loans Now, where your business cash flow is way more important than personal credit. Funding can be used for cash flow, equipment, payroll, and startups. Business Loans Now can also help with additional funding if your business has recently been underfunded by another lender. To find out how much your business could qualify for, I encourage you to visit businessloansnow.com. live we will do it live world soccer talk radio back here with you live on sports byline across the u.s of a on all our fantastic sports byline radio affiliates podcast you can listen to on demand anytime that you would like itunes tune in stitcher iHeartRadio, and of course world soccer my name is nate abarea joined by christian miles in this edition of the show and christian it's time to take a little trip to a place that you are quite familiar with we discussed your your native rose city in the last segment but let's take a trip to los angeles and discuss something that it's it's so bizarre in so many ways it's also quite simple in a lot of ways and it's this whole story with lafc and and the new mls side that is going to be hitting los angeles we assume in 2017 and for all intents and purposes going toe-to-toe with the la galaxy talk about that and, and that aspect of this lafc project that 
the the city of L.A. again having two teams in, in a much different situation than the, the Chivas USA disaster. Talk about the, the LAFC mindset right now with the people that are that are building this club and then potentially going mano a mano with the team that is really known as as the kings of major league soccer right there in their own city well yes it's it's definitely you're going straight into you know goliath's backyard with the la galaxy you know just dominating the soccer landscape here in southern california it's going to be a tall order for lafc and they, they certainly have taken a bit of a different angle, but they've got the heavy financial clout when you talk about Nomar and Mia Ham Garcia Parra and Magic Johnson, Tony Robbins, and, you know, player, you know J- Chad Hurley, a, a whole host of, of big-name owners. They've got the flash, the panache. And the question is, you know, when the rubber hits the road, so to speak, is LAFC going to have enough substance to succeed where Chivas USA failed? And, and, and central to that is going to be the stadium plans. If they can see it come to fruition, and have it in a city center in the downtown area, that is going to be absolutely imperative if they want to stand any chance of really carving out a niche in what is a real strange sporting landscape. Now, Christian, I've I've heard LAFC's mindset described by people in Los Angeles as building tomorrow's team next week, ooh, a piece of candy, ooh, a piece of candy. I mean, the, the level of, of, like, what do we know? There is there transparency? Is there mystery? What should we know? And, and all I can do is kind of compare and contrast it with these other MLS projects of teams coming in in a few years, the announcements being made, and then they, they come into the league two years from now. And I think about what's going on in, in Atlanta right now. I think about in, in Minnesota and how those teams are, are, are giving out news to their potential supporters groups and stuff every single day and with this LAFC project it seems like everything's very hush hush and they don't want to necessarily publicize too many things what's really happening right now what do do we really know about this team and this club that is going to be joining the league in a couple years that my friend is the $64,000 question it's it's veiled in mystery They've taken a more of a, a modern approach by saying that this is a team, almost a boutique soccer approach. They're going to cater to millennials. They're going to try and do something that's never been done before. But we know the dangers of this when you try and reinvent the wheel. It, it also has to be an appeal to, to soccer fans and people that are there for the substance of soccer and, and sporting hardcores who love the game like, like you and I do. And, that's a, that's a great question here, Nate. A lot is not known. A gentleman named Rich Orozco is running the club right now. He's got a, a television background. And I had married to, uh, I don't know if you ever watched Dexter, but the, the character was Dexter's girlfriend who was slayed. So he, he comes into this with a Hollywood background, not necessarily <laughs> a sporting background. So it's really interesting. And uh, if they can put this together, you just get the feeling it's feast or famine. It could be absolutely spectacular. And people were saying this about Chivas USA, a, a Mexican team coming into, you know, the largest Mexican population in the entire United States, but ended up being one of the biggest sporting failures in the history of the United States. So it, it's, 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 it almost cracks you right now, and it's hard to know anything for certain right now. But the good thing is we will know more in terms uh, in, in the coming and I thought a year or so, what their plans are going to be because they're going to be forced to play their hands to develop this stadium. They put the start date back to 2000 as a 
opposed to the original 2017. So there's still some wiggle room here to get things going, but they certainly have their hands full, but there's massive, massive potential here in Southern California. Christian, how are the Galaxy folks feeling about this? Because I remember I was down at the at the StubHub Center for uh, actually the uh, the regular season finale against the Portland Timbers, that amazing 5-2 win for, for Portland back in, in late October. And I, I brought up LAFC to a few people around the StubHub Center that day and, and folks in, in suit and ties for, for, for the Galaxy front office folks. And it was funny. It was pretty much the same answer. Oh, I no, no comment. No comment. No, I have, I have, I have no interest in even having this conversation. No, let, let's talk about today's match. And it almost seemed, I, I, maybe I'm just playing devil's advocate here. It almost seemed like there was a little bit of, I don't want to say fear, but the the refusal to even approach the subject matter made me feel like there was maybe a little bit of fear about what's to come and, and being the only show in town. And, and after, you know, oh no, Chivas USA never threatened us. No, that was run so poorly. And seeing and hearing some of the things, seeing the money, seeing the Nomar, seeing the Mia, seeing the magics that are backing this thing. Are there some folks in Galaxy Land that are maybe getting a little worried as, as we near this thing? Or, or is, that, is that wrong to say? I don't know if worry is a particularly definition of, of the, the regard that the L.A. Galaxy have for this brand that is known as LAFC. And one of my good friends and partners in broadcasting, Kobe Jones, is actually you know a Galaxy legend. But he's intrigued by this and, and, and thinks, hey, if they get this right, we're, we're talking about you know, a, 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 company, a team that could really burst onto the scene in similar regards to the Seattle founders who have, you know, basically done everything right that you can as a, as a franchise coming into the league, you know, back in 2009. There has to be concern from the LA Galaxy, but something along the lines of, you know, the big brother who's been the star of the team for so long, and yet the little brother starts to come up and, and starting to make a name for himself. Yeah, I'm, I'm still the cock of the walk, but I've got to keep my eye on this young hotshot who's coming along and who can really, you know, steal some of the spotlight for himself. But, um, you know, L.A. should be a little bit concerned when you have that kind of financial clout and the ambition and the plans that are being put together for this LAFC team are certainly something that raise a lot of eyebrows because you look at it on paper, all the money being tossed around, these names with it, and the fact that they want to play in a city center and you know, spend all kinds of, of money. And, and with that, you've got to think that they're going to be splashing the cash for with a hot, large payroll and be able to garner some of these uh, big-name designated player signings. So, yes, yeah, so I, I think there's a little bit of concern, but, it, you know, it's still too early to tell just how much and to the degree of concern that the Galaxy will have for LAFC. Christian, are, are you part of the ownership group for LAFC? Because I feel like everybody <laughs> who has ever been slightly involved with soccer in Southern California <laughs> is on this ownership sheet for LAFC. Do you own a stake in this club yet? I am smart enough and not smart enough to be a part of that. I, I by no means have no affiliation with LAFC. Um, I do wish them the best, though, and I, I'm really intrigued to see how it happens because as a fan of the game, I mean, the more the merrier. In a, a city like this, and as big as this here in Southern California, you need, you need a derby. You, you just need it. And I, I saw what it did. That the, you know, I spent eight years as the, the voice of Chivas USA, and, and while it was a laughing stock in the end, there was a good run there, and, I'll never forget the first Super Classico I saw back in 2005. 
it blew the roof off the place. I mean, you're talking people on the berm, on that grassy knoll just underneath the scoreboard, people lining up to get in. Uh, now, little did they know that the product they were going to be treated to wasn't exactly the best, but it just well, I remember, I remember what, that what match, be. Christian. I'm, 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 gl- I'm glad you bring that one up. I remember watching that on ESPN. I think it was like a 4-2 game, couple of red cards mm-hmm. on a Friday night at the old Home Depot Center. Now, that thing was fantastic, and I hope that an L.A. Derby does come back to Major League Soccer rather soon. We'll see what happens with LAFC. We're going to stay in Los Angeles in the next segment, take a glorious trip down memory lane, and talk Fox <laughs> Sports World. Stay tuned right here. World Soccer Talk Radio, Christian Miles and Nate Abarea. We're back after this. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll take all the cash back you've earned, then match it dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches. Because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash double. Anniversary double cash back offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. Big news! The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. Thanksgiving to Cyber Monday, don't miss the half-price lease on the 32-gig Samsung Galaxy S6. Only $9 a month. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere or for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee credit valid port. Galaxy S6 requires 24-month lease for well-qualified buyers. No secure deposit. If you cancel, remaining device payments or due plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 savings through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895, 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. Geico applauds your inner happy camper. A merit badge of awesomeness goes out to the part of you that wants to put the recreation in recreational vehicle. The part of you that packs up everything and everybody in the RV and says, let's get this show on the road. Because Geico has specialized agents who help save money on more than just car insurance. Geico will insure that entire RV so you can get the s'more-making, poison ivy-dodging, same song-singing, ghost-storytelling, campfire-building, best time you ever had with your family, show on the road. Geico for your RV. See how much you could save.
You need to keep the sexual innuendo off the air. You got to do it only during the breaks. Oh, hey, we're back. World Soccer Talk Radio here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Our show today brought to you by Audible. I've got a free book for you. You get your free book from Audible yet? You got to get on this. The real challenge with Audible is to pick which book. They've got 180,000 titles. That's six digits. 180,000 titles. Bestsellers, fiction, biographies, you name it, they got it. So many good soccer books to choose from, including the new book from Sir Alex Ferguson entitled Leading, where he shares his insight about the leadership skills he used at Manchester United. After you see that great uh, Premier League download, by the way, that Christian has already brought up here uh, on the show today with our friend Rebecca Lowe and Sir Alex Ferguson, after you see that, you're going to want to go get Sir Alex Ferguson's book. Again, Leading, you can get it through Audible. Plus, there's the John Motson autobiography, the Bobby Charlton book, the Secret Footballer's Guide to the Modern Game, and oh, so many more. You can get a free audiobook, plus the Daily Digest of the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. All of it is available to you for absolutely free for the first 30 days. You cancel during the first 30 days. You pay absolutely nothing, and the book is yours to keep. But I think that you will be hooked. Audible is a great way to listen to your favorite authors on your commute, at the gym, wherever you need them. Here's the deal. This is what you need to write down right now. Get your free audiobook today at audibletrial.com slash worldsoccertalk. Again, audibletrial.com slash World Soccer Talk. Your first month is free. You get one audiobook that is yours to keep no matter what. Sign up today at audibletrial.com slash World Soccer Talk. My name is Nate Abarea, again joined by Christian Miles here in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. And as promised, we're going to do what I like to do around these parts. We're going to take a nice little trip down memory lane. We're heading to the late 90s in a place known as Los Angeles. Christian, I had the great pleasure and privilege over the last couple of days of sharing some conversations with two gentlemen, one named Nick Webster, the other named Max Bredos, and we discussed uh, some good old Fox Sports World tales. So I'm going to throw it right to you before I reference uh, some of those glorious conversations with Nick and Max over the last few days. Can you take us, from your view, through an average Saturday morning in the late 90s at the old Fox Sports World. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know if we want to subject your listeners to such such cruel intentions, but if, uh, back in please, the... Please, please do. They want it. They're asking for it. Please. <laughs> I, I came aboard Fox Sports World, which later became Fox Soccer Channel and, and such, and to what is FS1 now, uh, I was hired about one week before it was launched, and we were working out of a little building in uh, just outside of Beverly Hills and shared it with the regional Fox Sports West affiliate, and we were doing Premier League games and La Liga games out of this little tiny building, and it would, you know, waking up at the crack of dawn is, you know, all your Premier League and then European soccer supporters are used to here in the West Coast, but, you know, a bleary-eyed Max Bratos walking in and, and me trying to, you know, brush aside the cobwebs after a, a raucous Friday evening and, and trying to put our best TV voices together <laughs> and, and some sort of professionalism uh, to present to the viewers um, for a big day of, of soccer. But it was, it was not uncommon for Max and I, even in the days that predated Nick Webster, where, you know, to do you know, two or three games 
in succession, back to back to back, and then also tend to our, our local duties, which maxes the, the voices, the LA Galaxy, along with one of the old veterans of Fox Soccer as well, uh, Alan Hopkins, and later also myself tending to, to matters at Chivas USA. It was, it was a fun time. It was a real steep degree of learning, but I think of it this way. If I had to draw a parallel to the situation, uh, to what it was back then, to what it, it, it could really translate into meaning for someone today, is trying to produce the Super Bowl on a, a public broadcasting budget. <laughs> And that's what we were doing each and every weekend. And, and somehow or another, we got it to air. It, it wasn't exactly the diamond finished product that you always wanted. But, you know, in the end, we got it going and, and, and got the shows up and, and really exposed a lot of people to the world's greatest game. And something we're all pretty proud of, I'm sure. Well, again, it, it's such a special channel. It's, it's such a special, special thing to true soccer fans in this country. And, and I, I got to be careful with this. I always get in trouble with this and sound like such a, such a hipster D-bag sometimes on this show. Oh, the, the true <laughs> soccer fans, people that were, were there back in the late 90s. But no, in, in all honesty, what it means to look back, when we had Max on the show and, and he talked about Fox Sports World in or at the the father the father company of Fox Sports World of Fox Sports getting the Premier League television rights in 1998 Christian for one million dollars for one million that was it that was what the rights went for for American television for the Premier League in 1998 and you see the the, the rights war that went on back a few months ago with, with NBC Fox and BN and ESPN and everybody ready to I mean throw out billions for this thing and it was one million dollars that's what it cost to get the rights for Fox Sports World back in 1998 I mean when you hear those numbers what does that mean to you thinking that you were you were there from the humble beginnings of show top-flight European soccer on American television. I, it's, it's amazing to see its growth. But it, it just, you know, it's part of the growth of the game in this country because you know, it, it it's, will be forever correlated to the expansion of technology and the availability of soccer uh, in, in the average American's home. Because you know, one could argue right now, there's, you know, the best home for soccer worldwide is here in the United States, where you can watch anything from, you know, third division Colombian. Cup football to the, the likes of the Barclays Premier League to European qualifiers, it's all available. And the growth has been absolutely astronomical. And it's, it's funny to think that, yeah, you, you bring it up, the $1 million TV rights. And I remember we were doing this, you know, even on a shoestring back then. It, the Fox Sports World Executive Headquarters were basically the third floor of this tiny office building, which is, ironically, here's a little piece of trivia, the only television shot of Mr. Brady's work on the show The Brady Bunch when he would walk into his architectural firm. That's the very same building that Fox Sports World started <laughs> back in the day. It was the third floor on the corner. I was in there with Max. We shared an office. Later, of course, uh, Nick Webster joined the fray, but it was about a four or five-room suite, and there was the brain center, or the lack thereof at the time, uh, of, of Fox Sports World. Uh, it was certainly, I mean, and we were working Oh gosh, I mean, at least 12, 12 hour, you know, to 15 hour days constantly. It was a real challenge. But, you know, I look back on it and it was a, a heck of a lot of fun and, and just grateful to be a part of it. So when we go back to uh, Mr. Brady's workroom and, and that shoestring budget <laughs> in, that, in that tiny little office space, 
can you give us uh, some stories of, of a few of the slip-ups that are easy to laugh about now that maybe had you guys uh, having heart attacks at the moment? I've heard a couple of great stories that involve uh, Eredivisie games as well as a couple of Serie A matches. Uh, would you care to enlighten us on these stories, Christian? Uh, at the risk of incriminating myself, but one that's kind of well-known to a lot of viewers, it was, uh, I was you know, a young, fresh-faced kid that wanted to, to do television sports broadcasting and was handed a great chance to do the Dutch Air Divisi. And it was that back in the days when games were actually physically on tape. It was a, uh, I'm not going to go into the technical specifics, but the game was recorded on tape and we'd go, it was called Live from Tape. So it'd be shown for the first time on, on the airwaves of Fox Sports World and from tape. Well, somehow or another, someone had mislabeled the first half and the second half tapes. So we start this game. It was an Ajax game. I can't even remember who they were playing. And I'm doing the commentary for it. And I've kept myself out of the loop. I didn't want to know the score because you want to, you know, be spontaneous with your commentary and keep it organic because you want to know it, you know, and keep it fresh and develop your commentary as the game develops. So I had no idea who won the game. I had no idea what was going on. I remember looking at it and opening it and going through the whole opening spiel and welcoming everybody to the game and looking at these players that were, you know, warming up who were actually, in reality, warming up for the second half. But as the viewers are seeing it, they thought it was warming up for the game. And, you know, that was back in the Amsterdam Arena days and they had natural grass, which actually they still do, but you know, they had grass stains on their shorts. Their whites were all sweaty. I'm like, man, these guys are really getting into their warm-ups. They're really getting after it. <laughs> it looked like, you know, they looked like they played 90 minutes. And so I start going to this commentary, and, and I'm like, wow, the substitution pattern, you know, reveal itself. And at halftime, I, looked at my, I, I went into my producer, and he goes, Chris, we made a mistake. And I go, really? You think so? And he's, yep, we just aired the second half. And... <laughs> Uh, of course, chalk it up to our naivete. Then we decided that the uh, best course of action would be to play the first half off of tape. So the game <laughs> basically played 45 minute to 90th minute, and then kicked off <laughs> the second half with the first half. And uh, having to go through that experience, knowing that we'd made the error, we didn't go to what they call contingency programming, and having to commentate on that second half was really an eye-opening experience. And I absolutely got justifiably lambasted all over all over the soccer blogs and boards for it it was it had been looking well, back you, you shouldn't absolutely, it's absolutely shouldn't common. shouldn't feel too bad because th- there was a similar story that max shared uh, on the show uh, it, it was an italian serie a match and it was uh, uh, a team had scored it in the second minute and and max goes off with a, a, a classic flamboyant max bredas goal call and then they start up the the second half and he goes and look at this it's a carbon copy of the first 45 it's another goal two minutes in and it was at that moment that max realized wait we just played the second half twice okay there we go so so it happened it happened to a few of you over there it, it was bound to happen speed bumps like those now uh, i i have to ask you about the aforementioned uh max bredas i i hear from nick webster that uh max was known to get a little wild in in that workroom uh maybe maybe the uh the one-man wolf pack shall we call him tell us tell us a little bit about the wildness of max bredas back in those days I, I don't know if I can mention it on the air without getting some, some uh, poor responses from Max. He's, he, Max is um, a breed of his own. He's an absolute gem and a fentastic guy, and a guy called real great friend. So I'm not going to throw Max under the bus, but let's take to say he was a lot of fun. Um, 
was a big fan of flatulence at real early in the morning and and um, shall we say uh, risque clothing and um, I've never seen a man wear a wig better than Max Prados. There you go. We'll, we'll go do, with that. that while was, doing commentary. That was incredibly classy, uh, the way you did that. I'm going to share that with Max for sure. I've never seen a man wear a wig better while doing commentary than Max Bredos. Um, Do you have any embarrassing Nick Webster stories? Because please, I know you don't want to throw Max under the bus because he's a, a respected sports center anchor now. But please, anything we can do to throw our mutual buddy Nick Webster under the bus, please do. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, Nick and I worked together for years, actually really good friends that worked together for years. And we had this, you know, I, I love Nick to death, but we had a real, you know, prickly work relationship sometimes where, you know, he he, he, was, he was difficult to work with at times. And I remember Tim saying something and me just giving him the bird at Christmas, right when the cameras would fade to black and I had this big cheesy TV smile on my face. And then we go to birds and I just give him the double flip. like, what in the hell are we doing? Or something like that. And he's like, every time I would get a little fired up or something, he'd be like, Chris, don't be sad, which, of course, would just fan the flames of my <laughs> discontent further. Um, I've never seen a man with a more horrific taste in Oriental Asian silk shirts in my entire life. <laughs> it, I mean, I don't know what's worse, Nick Webster's tipping or his fashion sense. I'm beginning to think he's got more fashion sense than money, though. No pun intended. Uh, you know what's funny is he actually texted me this morning and he said, "Be sure to tell Christian, don't be sad." <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that used to just irk me, and it used to, you know, when Kyle Martino and I used to do a show as well, the old Super Sunday show. It used to, it used to drive Kyle Martino crazy too. We thought Nick was half off his rocker, but yeah, I'll tell you what, that that, that guy knows more about football than most people would forget. Oh, a very, very good mentor for yours truly. Great friend uh, of both of us. Cheers to you, Nick. We love you. Hey, uh, Christian, we only got like a minute left here with you. You, you are a man with, with a fondness for Arsenal, correct? I have to say I'm, I'm a, a man with a fondness for attractive attacking football, and I really I've got, I got lured into the Arsenal web back in the uh, late 90s for the chance to see them play at Villa, but, you know, the, the Henri days, the Overmars, the Petit days. So that really sucked me in, and, you know, I, I just love I love attractive opening football. So, as as a man who's almost a, an Arsenal apologist and you know a, a begrudging Arsenal fan, yes, I have to stick to my guns and say I do I do like me some Arsenal. I do miss the old days, the, the Wenger old days in the late you know nineties and early two thousands, and they're imperious and you know two thousand three two thousand four, and of course you know the great Thierry. Well, Christian, we're gonna end. We're gonna end on this here with, with thirty seconds left here with you. What will happen first, Christian Miles? Arsenal winning another Premier League title, or Arsene Wenger stepping down as the manager of Arsenal Football Club? Well, he's certainly taking a lot of duress right now for the situation that handed over the weekend. But you have to stand it in a rather underwhelming, indifferent Premier League season. The Gunners had a great chance to do it, but now the old adages. It's getting very arsenally, and we're seeing it's getting arsenally. It's getting <laughs> injury. It's getting arsenalish. It's getting arsenally. It's getting injury e. It's getting all the all the good stuff. Hey, Christian, real quick, let us know how we can get a hold of you on Twitter before we let you go. Yeah, at Christian R Miles, and feel free to send me a tweet. I'm back on Fox Sports. Happy to be back with the crew and um, handling some other stuff at Pac-12. So, uh, yeah. 
do love it. Christian, you're welcome back on the show anytime. This was great fun. And uh, thanks again. Best of luck here this upcoming week. Thanks, Nick. Again, that was Christian Miles of Fox Sports. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio. Got to end this thing quick, baby. Stay tuned. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800 614 1242 800 614 1242 800 614 1242 800 614 1242 Health Markets Insurance Agency is the DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. So the producer is going to come to me. He's going to tell me, don't you dare go over time in the final segment. Don't you dare go over time. you got like 30 seconds, no more. Don't you dare go over. Who's he think he is coming to me, the host of my show, coming to tell me how much time I can do? I looked at him right in the eye. I said, you know what? You're going to tell me to not go over time? I'm Nate Abaria. We're out of time here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Love you. Talk to you tomorrow.